Hello everyone and welcome to Art Chats. I'm actually kind of changing up the um, format, if you will, of the show again. Um, I've been really busy writing and painting and um, visiting with my fellow artists, uh, talking to them about their projects and things like that, but just haven't really had the time to record our shows and um, some of the artists, I mean, we're just also busy, aren't we? Um, doing our, our fun, creative projects and, and things. So uh, what I thought I'd do is uh, basically talk about uh, some things that are going on in the art world that I know about and from my little perspective, my little corner here in the Midwest, and also talk about some of the things that I've been working on. Um, I always find it interesting that uh, so many of our creative pursuits isn't just painting, it's also um, writing or um, different types of art projects, not particularly oil painting and, per such, but mixed media or um, you know singing or playing the guitar or you, you know we have all these uh, creative outlets that we tend to use. And a lot of the artists that I talk to, it isn't just painting. It's you know all these other things. So um, thought I'd touch this morning a little bit about, some of the things that my friends are doing um, out there. Uh, we were supposed to have a conversation with Michael Harding this past week, but due to an accident that uh, my husband suffered on his bicycle, uh, I had to cancel that. So I'm hoping that um, I can get Michael on the show and he can tell us about his new colors. And he's been posting some really interesting things on Facebook and uh, about his two different color combinations. One was uh, his French ultramarine and, and talked a little bit about the lapis. Uh, I use both of those actually, and I use them in two different ways. Um, the ultramarine is, you know, used uh, pretty much for foliage and, you know, mixing with the cadmium yellow to, to get some really pretty greens and things like that. But when I really want to step up the game on my, on the greens or even on the sky colors or watercolor or, or anywhere else that I need a real punch up of blue, I use this lapis and the lapis lazuli is just marvelous. I can't speak enough about it. Um, but it, and it's also fun to play with. Uh, so when I'm teaching my class at the Middletown Art Center, I'll pull out the lapis and all my students end up gathering around to see what I'm going to be doing with it. Um, and they're always amazed at, at what happens with the, the colors that I mix together with that. So check out uh, Michael's Facebook page and see some of the things that he's been doing, uh, talking about his pigments and talking about his colors and how he likes to use it. He had some uh, colors that he had out on his palette and was uh, talking about mixing flesh colors from that. So if you're always struggling with um, some, you know, mixing up flesh colors, uh, be, be sure you visit him and look at what he, his suggestions are for, for mixing flesh tones. Um, the other uh, thing I like to talk about is um, my friend George Gallo is um, down in Alabama right now and he's video, or he's directing, excuse me, a movie called Bigger. Um, has a lot of big name actresses and actors in it. Very excited for George to be doing that. But he also released a new uh, video that he shot um, and is called, if I can find it real quick, The Important of Impressionism, um, Painting Impressionistic Landscapes, I think is it's called. But you can find it at streamlineartvideo.com backslash gallo dash impressionistic lamps landscapes so again streamlineartvideo.com 
backslash Gallo Impressionistic Landscapes. And I also saved, uh, shared that on my Facebook page, so you should be able to find that there. Um, they talk about the, the video a little bit. Um, they talk about the fact that this will bring, bring you the valuable techniques behind creating notable land, impressionistic landscapes. Um, so George's, um, if you follow George at all, you know uh, that his landscapes are his um, forte. Uh, so it's a five-hour video, and it follows him creating one particular landscape painting, um, go, going in-depth into textures, colors, light, and layers, and uh, more. So be, be sure you check that out. Um, if you've ever painted with George, uh, you know he's, he's uh, just, the energy just flows from him when he has a brush in his hand. Um, just like it flows whenever he's writing. So again, you know, talking about this kind of duality, if you will, or or multiplicity, <laughs> maybe is the better word. Georgia or um, Michael Keaton's movie Multiplicity kind of comes to mind whenever I think of artists. But um, George is George lives in that writing world and directing world, and and that's where he's. Um, you know, that, that's his, his job, if you will. Um, art is also his job, but being an artist, but, um, you know, that's, that's kind of secondary to uh, the breadwinner, if you will. Um, and so it, you know, this, it, it's interesting that uh, to watch him live in those two different worlds. And, and then as we have conversations, because we talk um, pretty often, but when we have conversations, we talk about how um, doing a certain thing is like painting a painting. You know, we're in the struggling stages, that setup stage, and then we we go into the part where we start to weave everything together, and it starts to fall into place, and and then we go from that place to uh, something that um, you know is the finished product, and and how we're proud of that. And and writing is similar to that. You know, we, we start with a free, what I call free write, where we just write down every idea that ever comes to us for a scene or a plot twist or, or anything that comes to mind that we just want to capture on on paper versus canvas. So we sit down, we write that scene, we write that that dialogue that happens. And, and then further down the road, after we have so many hundreds and thousands of words written, we turn around and we start pulling things together uh, to make that final product of the book and then there's editing that goes into that and then there's the creation of the 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 cover and the cover art and so there's all kinds of um techniques that can be used to do this and you you have to think about character creation and and is it in this person's character to do this how how can i keep my reader entertained so how do i keep my reader entertained how do i keep my viewer entertained what are these things that i have to do in the painting that keeps them in to the painting and keeps them staring at it and and discovering new things all of those depending on whatever the creative process that you're using whether that's painting a painting or writing a book, all of that still remains the same. Those are those key foundational points that have to happen. So um, check out George's video. Like I said, it's over on streamlineartvideo.com. And uh, check it out. And there's a little blurb up at the top that talks about and shows what he's doing. Um, so you might be interested in doing that. So we got in a little bit about writing. And um, just wanted to talk about Scott Burdick's book, The Immortality Contract, is his newest book. Uh, that's his second book. Um, his first book was Nahala. 
and he has this out on audio. He has an ebook, and he also has paperback. Um, if you check it out, you, know, you might um, find that you like it. Uh, Scott is a man of many talents as well. We've had him on uh, our chats before, and we talked about the creative process. Besides doing writing the book, which he is finding that he's really, really enjoying writing right now, um, as well as painting. Um, he also uh, does film, so he creates documentaries and things like that as well. So again, he's another artist that lives in this multiple creative outlet world that um, we all strive to live in, I suppose. Uh, but his new book has just came out. He's got a lot of five-star reviews. Um, it, just real quickly, it's a billionaire scientist driven by unsolved murder of his wife and daughter at the hands of religious extremists offers his newly developed fountain of youth pill to the world free of charge. So that gives you a little um, beginning of a little blurb about his new book. Uh, check that out. That can be purchased over at Amazon and just type in the immortality contract by Scott Furtick and that should take you uh, right to that place. Um, so one of the things that I was hoping that I could do is maybe talk to Scott a little bit more about uh, the process of writing. Uh, but again, um, everybody's schedules are so, so packed. And, um, you know, while everybody would be good, at, my schedule is very, very uh, up in the air at the moment. So, um, you know, you have to stick with me for a little bit if, <laughs> if you want. So what's, what am I going to be doing? Uh, what am I going to be doing? Well, there's a uh, art show coming up that I'll be putting in three paintings uh, that I have done in that art show. And hopefully uh, they get accepted and hopefully... Um, you know, the ultimate prize is to, to get recognized for the quality of the work, and uh, I hope that happens. There's a painting of Glen Helen, which is a little uh, forest, if you will, up uh, north of where I live that my husband and I used to love to hike through. Uh, still do occasionally, but this is, painting is um, called Glen Helen's Creek, and it is of the creek that runs through Glen Helen, the, the little forest. Uh, and actually goes into John Bryant State Park, I think. Uh, but um, it's a picture, it's a painting of that, which I absolutely love, fell in love with. Um, and I'm looking forward to framing that and getting that into the show. Also going to enter a painting of Claire. Uh, if you're on YouTube, you'll see these pictures um, come up as I'm talking. And then uh, this one I'm going to put into Claire. This was actually a commissioned piece by my niece. And uh, Claire is her daughter, so is my grandniece. And um, I really kind of fell in love with this very simple little composition. Uh, when she sent me the photo, I wasn't really sure this was going to work, but um, it did and um, made a few changes, <laughs> used a little artistic license. But for the most part, it is uh, the way she loves it. So um, this one's going to go on the show and then it will end up going down to North Carolina to her house. And then the last piece that I'm going to enter is uh, one I call Respite, and it's just two boats um, in the water is basically Lake Wakatikpu down in um, New Zealand. And uh, I fell in love with this kind of um, cloudy, gr rainy, gray day in New Zealand. Uh, and these two boats just kind of you know, sitting there wishing they were you know, out at sea with their sails up. And, um, you know, so I just kind of wanted to capture them kind of hanging out in the choppy water and, um, you know, wishing they were somewhere else. And I call it respite, taking a day, you know, just to rest, um, which is something I think all of us need to do at some point in time and, and charge our batteries. So those three are going to be going into an art show. And uh, hopefully, like I said, some of them or all of them get accepted. And 
um, we'll go from there. The other thing I'm doing is writing uh, on book four of the Blind series, the first three uh, books of the first trilogy, if you will. Think Star Wars. Star Wars came in movies, came in sets of three. Um, that's basically what the Blind series will be doing, too. Um, lots of decisions to go over with the Blind series. Um, it's, you know, am I going to, the Blind series will appear somewhere on the cover, but am I going to stick with the theme that I have going, which is blind influence, blind persuasion, blind alliance? You know, am I going to keep that blind in there? Um, at some point, you know, I wonder if I'm going to run out of words <laughs> and descriptors, but, uh, you know, we'll We'll see. Um, I'm so far. It's, it's just so early in the process. I'm I'm in the free write. I've got over a hundred thousand words. I kind of know where I want to go with this. I know what the big climax and um, what the next big plot twist is. Uh, but it, it's kind of been a struggle to figure out um, how to name it. And in the back of my mind, I'm I'm always kind of throwing titles out. I'm always uh, kind of thinking about. What am I going to use on the front cover? If if you watch, if you looked at the front covers of the first three books, um, it was kind of a progression of um, design that included the capital and uh, a woman in the background who looks, who's kind of looking to the right, kind of a ghostly figure, um, all the way up to the Blind Alliance, uh, which has the American and the British flags uh, incorporated into the capital. So it has some political intrigue. It has um, some, to me, it's like, it's all based on relationships, but it's got it's a historical part to it. It's um, set in the 1980s, and, and it basically just asks the question, tries to answer the question, if we did some things differently back in 1980, would we be where we are today? Would things be so divisive? And, um, you know, can... Jenkins, who's one of the characters who becomes president, you know, can he do things differently that would maybe change how we uh, would react today? Uh, or, or would we end up stent on the same path? Because he's only, you know, these these are only three people, a lawyer, an MI6 agent, and, um, you know, a president, a senator before that, then becoming a president. And, you know, can these three people somehow change the world? Um, in a positive way that that takes us in a different direction, or is it just you know too much to ask? Is it um, is, can it doesn't have to be more than three people <laughs> to make the the changes in the world? So it's kind of an exploration of that, and uh, it pulls in a lot of the different historic events. Um, it again, it's fiction, so it it puts some uh, decisions on you know, certain current events, how that happens. So how do I find what I'm going to write about? Um, well, with the next set of, of three, it was, um, I would say, a good two to three months of research to find the next major theme that ran through, that it will run through these three books that I'm, that's in the next trilogy. In the first trilogy, uh, we exposed a CIA operation called uh, Operation Mockingbird, which is a very true um, event. It did happen. Mockingbird did happen. And I kind of used that in the first three books as the, the thread that pulls everything together. And in this particular book, I had to find that thread again for these next three books. And um, I, I did find that, and I'm not going to expose it, but it is. it does involve um, undercover operation. And... Um, 
was credited with basically ending the Cold War, um, the, the work of, of this undercover operation. So, uh, and I don't think a lot of people's heard about this, even though there was a book written about it and there was, I think there was a movie made as well. Um, don't think it was made very well because <laughs> I, I think I would have watched it if, uh, if I had seen it come across my radar. But um, so that'll be interesting. It's, uh, um, it's based on a dossier that uh, was written by uh, George Soltz, who was part of the CIA, I believe, back, back then. Um, so, and it starts, the books start off basically where the three books previously um, left off. So we start off with Sean in Russia, Sean and Nicole in Russia, um, Jenkins is president, and um, we go, go on from there. Um, so I think I've pretty much done enough rambling for today. Uh, glad you guys are listening. Uh, glad you guys are here. Uh, we look forward to maybe doing some things in the future. What I... Um, what I'm thinking about doing is there's a book that I read a number of years ago called Screenplay, The Foundations of Screenwriting, um, that I use to basically kind of help me organize um, my writing and organize things I'm doing. So I may um, open that book up uh, and pull out some shows about, um, you know, developing character and comparing that to um, how we paint and uh, kind of exploring those kinds of creativeness. I'd like to encourage everyone to kind of step side, step outside the comfort zone and um, try your hand at something else besides just painting. Uh, you'll find out that it's more similar than you think. And it also helps you uh, form that thinking process and really follow that path along um, once you see those commonalities in the different creative process. And then you can take something that's happening in your writing, for example, and bring that over to your painting, how you solve the problem over in your writing to how you solve a problem over in your painting. Um, so in the future, one thing I know that I am going to do when George gets a, a moment to breathe, um, I am going to have George back on because uh, I want to talk with him. Um, I'm kind of living vicariously through him right now. Um, because uh, it's, it's been a, a pretty difficult time here. Uh, but I uh, don't really want to get into that, but uh, I am living vicariously through George Gallo right this, <laughs> this moment. Um, so happy for him in his directing. Um, so happy for him and what's going on in his art world. And um, we kind of touch base and, and talk about those you know, great creative things and how things are falling into place and um, all the things that he's been working on uh, down in, in Alabama as well. So... Um, I think that's about it for this time. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, just as I said, I'll be doing kind of quick little chats like this on and off. I hope you uh, stay tuned in. Um, and if you like, follow me on Facebook. Um, there's a page out there. It's Linda Fissler, artist, writer, um, and our chat host, I think is what it says. Um, so there's a page out there you can follow me on. And um, there's also my personal account. But um, you probably... What's in my personal accounts typically on my page, so you're probably better off following the page than you are following me. Um, other than that, I think that's all we got. So I'll talk to you again, hopefully uh, tomorrow or or maybe the next day. Take care.